Welcome to the Holistic Spirituality Podcast, helping spiritually curious people just like you learn about Reiki, crystals, energy, cards, past lives, and more. I'm your co-host, Avery Thatcher, and me and my good friend, Kathy Zimmerman, are here to demystify the mystical so you can get reliable, practical information that you can trust. If you're ready to embrace all things metaphysical so you can feel better, clear your own energy, and improve your life, you belong here. Let's get started. Okay, so we get asked a fair bit to give some ideas of how to know if you need to clear your house, what does it need, how do you know that something's in your house. So let's chat about that. How do you, what would you say to somebody that's not sure if they need to clear their house? Well, um, I think whenever the first bit is whenever you move into a new home, whether it's apartment or basement suite or a house, I think you should clear. You just want to get rid of the old people's energy. And for whatever reason, they might have left that house. Um, I know I was asked to clear one time because there had been a house and it actually had had three couples that had divorced um, within a two-year period. So if you're a young couple that have just newly married, you maybe don't want to move into that house right away without having it clearing. So um, I think it's always a good idea to get rid of the old people's energy and don't know what they did or what kind of energy they had and to do it then for sure. Um, how to tell it's going to be listening to your inner voice and taking away that denial that you're going to use for the first little while, I think, because usually your electronics will start acting up. Maybe your computers, your phone, uh, your TV might go on and off or switch channels or the volume might, you know, go higher or lower. Same with any sort of you know, stereo equipment, that kind of thing. Lights going on and off is really, really common. So usually because, you know, spirits are energy, that is the easiest thing for them to manipulate. That's usually the first thing. And then maybe as they get a bit stronger, you might see them affecting other things. Um, Maybe you see things disappearing where you know you put your keys there and when you go back to get your keys, your keys are gone. Or um, you might see something maybe look like it's sliding across the counter, things like that. And um, we're really good at rationalizing all of that kind of stuff. But there's going to be a point where you know you've seen it and there's really no other explanation. So, mm-hmm. and then I'd say if you've gone through all those phases, your whatever is in your house is getting stronger because all the attention that you're now giving it is feeding it. That's when you might feel the actual touching, maybe scratches. Um, things actually transporting from one place to another. And that's where people have actually found like maybe a battery they had in their garage in their freezer, or, you know, things have gone from one spot to another spot, and you absolutely know you did not put them there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I've, I found with talking to people also, 
there's a really early warning sign for things is you get like you get a weird feeling or you see a shadow or something when you walk by a closet or a mirror or there's like a creepy room that nobody wants to go into anymore. That's like if you can hear that little intuitive voice that there's something that gives you the willies when you're in that corner of something. That's also a really good warning sign if you're able to listen to that piece. Exactly. Or you're not feeling you're alone, even though you are. Mm -hmm. And the other really good warning sign that comes fairly early is if you do have pets, is you know, cats or dogs, especially, I can't say a lot about reptiles because I have not had them, but they notice right away. And you Mm -hmm. will see them maybe watching something that you're not seeing or avoiding certain rooms or growling at a certain corner. Again, very good warning sign that maybe there's something there that shouldn't be. Yes. So true. I'm really glad you said that. Speak of a cat. Um, (laughs) If you're watching the video version, one of Kathy's kitties just wandered in, but one of, one of our cats is so sensitive to moon energy and so many other subtle energy shifts. And yeah, anytime she like will stop dead in a room and look up in a corner and growl. We're just like, "Mm, time to smudge. Yeah. I need to fix Mm. this. Cause she's like the canary in the cold mine for us. We (laughs) definitely know when something needs to be done. Exactly. And those are great, great little warning signs for us. They're wonderful. Um, And, you know, they're good reminders, right? That, oh yeah, you know what? It's been a while. Uh, Some people do sort of when they're doing their spring cleaning, they include a smudge with that. So they um, clean their house and both physically and sort of energetically at the same time. And so they know that it's done every year. I guess it sort of depends maybe what you've had happening in your year, because sometimes I think if you've had a busy, stressful year, like a lot of us have had now with COVID, Mm -hmm. that maybe you need a little bit more clearing a little more often than not. Absolutely. And then I'm sure you have stories for this too, but house clearings that I've done where there's been a lot of disturbance to the land or where there was some history on that land, you need to clear those houses so much more often because there's so much that keeps like seeping in from exactly. around it. Yeah. And I think that is a really good point to make. It is a myth that um, people think that, oh, I've got a brand new house. No one's lived here before. Doesn't have anyone else's energy. So I don't need to worry about anything entering my house energetically. I don't have to worry about clearing. But actually, you could be very, very wrong about that. It could be maybe an old burial site, or maybe like you've said, something has happened on that land that has sort of scarred it for a long time. And so yeah, you actually do need um, to get, yeah, more clearings than maybe other people. Mm -hmm. And so Can we talk just quickly about the different kinds of smudge? Because white sage, I know is the most popular one out there, but it's quickly becoming endangered. And there are so many indigenous cultures that need it for their specific ceremonies. So are there other kinds of smudge that you recommend that wouldn't be that white sage that's so sacred to so many cultures now running into trouble? Yeah, well, it's, kind of funny because I've got to say for me 
I don't use white sage at all to clear. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe for personal use, I would maybe use it, but even then I'm pretty open to whatever. Um, but yeah. Um, so there are different types of sages. Uh, there's blue sage. Um, there's also black sage also goes by mugwort. Um, there is Pablo Santo, which is this most amazing smelling wood Mm -hmm. that's, oh, you just, and you know, if you don't even want to use sage, I mean, in a pinch, you can definitely use incense if you have to. And there is white sage incense if you're really stuck on the white sage thing. So, so yes, there are many alternatives out there and definitely lots of the alternatives can be grown easily. They are not endangered and yeah, that uh, work just as good, if not better, actually. I remember reading somewhere about cedar sage. It's like, not sorry, cedar smudge sticks. So it's just dried cedar needles that are all bound up together. And it's supposed to be really good for clearing energy of new homes. So we've always brought yeah. it with us to all new homes. And when we moved into one of our homes in Richmond that had a lot of land-associated energy... Uh, It was what really, it extended the life of each home clearing because of the cedar wood. So it was really helpful. Right. And cedar is actually really good for ghosts. Um, Mm -hmm. If that's what you know you have. And I mean, that's a whole nother podcast. (laughs) The difference between all the different energies that might be out there. But um, cedar is such a good universal one not only for clearing houses but even to put between your mattresses if you're having issues with things in your bedroom and that kind of thing so um I know when people think of clearing a house they think of someone going around and maybe with a feather and your sage and smudging the you know clearing the whole house that way with the smoke but there are other ways to clear homes so you know you just sort of um do what feels best or even checking with the pendulum and letting it guide you as to what might be the best way mm-hmm. so of course I'm very used to smudging in a physical sense where I actually go to the home, but you have done a lot more work with the virtual smud, uh, virtual clearing. So I'll let you tell people how you do that. <laughs> yeah. So a virtual clearing is similar to long distance Reiki. And so because it's such an energetic thing, um, you can do it from a distance and it just works best I found if we get a quick little video tour of the house first. So typically that's what it looks like um, with a virtual house clearing is you'll do a quick little video tour showing us around your house, just showing us each room, where each closet is. You don't have to open up the closet doors. It's totally fine. I can find things in there. Um, and then I just go through and I'll, I'll decide where I'm going to start. And then I kind of work with your video and move through your house using the video as a guide smudging your house as we go and um I'll also use other techniques and strategies based on what I see and what you have disturbing your house um and then we'll work and then after that I come on and talk to you about if you need to salt if you need to do a salt spray somewhere if you need to use black salt if you also need to uh 
work with some cedar around your house if you need to go and get some kind of smudge to clear out something that couldn't be done from a distance. Let me chat about that after. But the most part, it can be done ahead of time. But also there was this one house clearing that I did where there was this part underneath her deck. And I was just like, there is something under there that's very unsettled that needs to be moved. You have to go and figure out what it is. So she actually had to crawl underneath her deck and she found an old engagement ring that was just there along with a glove, like a Mm -hmm. man's glove. And so she brought the engagement ring initially into her house. And I was just like, oh no. Uh, But then she left it on the counter for like a day or two. And she's like, I had nightmares about it and I could hear something going on there. So then she put it in the the backyard in the garden, put it with some flowers and everything was fine. So that's kind of how it works. Like just a little bit different, but still the same effect in the end. Exactly. And I mean, I think it leads to the discussion what tools can you use to clear a house, which is a whole nother podcast, I think. Mm-hmm, and um, it just goes to show you that even the simplest things, whether we're aware of them or not, can really affect the space that we live in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we will do other podcast episodes on this for house clearing and other tools to clear your own house and strategies for things like that. But if you're interested in learning a little bit more about that, then I'd recommend going to spiritwolfenergy.com and checking out the house clearing section because we walk you through a little bit about what that would look like and how to get some support in that space. So if you're interested, then go to spiritwolfenergy.com. Thank you so much for listening to the Holistic Spirituality Podcast. We are so grateful that you're here sharing this space with us. If you found this episode interesting or helpful, I invite you to first hit subscribe or follow on the podcast player app that you're listening right now so you'll never miss an episode or an after dark episode. And please take a screenshot right now of you listening to this episode on your phone and share it to your Facebook or Instagram stories so you can help us help more people. Thank you so much again for being here and we'll see you next time.